passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, summer is coming, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your balls are smooth. You heard me right. Your friends at Manscaped, they're here to make sure that your beach balls are as smooth as the Floridian sand, my friends. In the summertime, you know, you want to kill some cold beers and some barbecues. Not kill the vibe with your pubes picking out of your swim trunks. That's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0. That's to keep the party in your pants, my friend, looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Four million men have trusted manscape why shouldn't you it all starts and stops by going to manscaped.com and get 20 percent off and free shipping if you use my promo code bubba the manscape performance package 4.0 has everything that you need to prepare for that summer bod inside this package you're going to find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold it all my friends you want to take your grooming game even further take a look at the manscaped shears 2.0 in that package it has everything that you need to look pristine nail cutters tweezers grooming scissors go to manscaped.com and go crazy they got everything you potentially possibly could need get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscaped.com this is the summer to turn your package into the full package my friend and it all starts and stops at manscaped.com Listen, I have had my Manscaped stuff now for about a year. I don't know what I would do without it. As a matter of fact, I've now got all my co-hosts on the Manscaped deal. All the male co-hosts on my show have almost everything Manscaped offers. Why wouldn't you? Reduce the risk of ingrown hairs. You reduce the risk of grooming accidents. Again, all of this craziness starts and stops at Manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba for 20% off. on the tubes. Oh. Alrighty. Let's get started. Sorry for the delay. 
Uh, we ended the show a little bit later, and um, you know, Blitz had to do some of Lummy's duties, and I was talking to Kevin. So thank you for setting everything up. I I, I very much appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so much to cover because I feel like we didn't. I mean, obviously we got sidetracked with Kevin, which was you know the intention. We didn't really get to much of what's going on today, what's and a lot of the uh, the hot news topics that. You know, just news, current events, things we didn't really get to during the show. I feel like the last few days, mm-hmm. it's just been a little bit sparse. We've been kind of self-involved, imagine that, talking about ourselves and our lives and what's going on with us, which is totally fine. Yeah, we haven't covered anything news-wise at all. Um, What do you mean? Are, are, you, are you being facetious? No, this week? Yeah. We haven't really covered oh, okay. anything it's, news-wise. It's really hard to tell sometimes with Blitz, I feel like, if I'm like, is he being facetious? Is he you being sarcastic? You literally just said the same thing, and I was agreeing with you. I know, but so you say it in a way like, oh, yeah, we haven't covered anything. And then I go, have we? And I'm just being dumb? But no, we really haven't. I think we covered the, the Johnny Depp trial for like five minutes. That, yes. That's pretty much it. I think we, we said that Alex Jones predicted the Buffalo shooting, which... No, we didn't say that. You did. I didn't say that. I'm just saying we played that. Not that I believe that. I certainly don't. I don't want to say certainly don't, but I don't know. If you start throwing predictions out every day, that's just that you throw so many predictions out that you're 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 going to hit a couple here and there. Yeah, it's a numbers game for sure. But there's a lot of things going on. I wanted to get, and I think you know, we started talking about it during the hot mic, the Elon Musk situation mm-hmm. about what's going on with that. I believe it was a flight attendant who accused Musk of inappropriate exposure. I think he took out his. PP, that's what she's saying. She's saying, hold on. A flight attendant for SpaceX said Elon Musk asked her to do more during a massage. The millionaire founder exposed, again, allegedly, millionaire founder exposed his penis to her and offered to buy her a horse. Yeah, he bought her a horse. Offered to buy. I don't know uh, if he actually bought it. I don't think he did. After she reported the incident to SpaceX, Musk's company paid her $250,000 as part of a severance agreement. Um... I I think it's a little bit interesting. I don't want to say right or wrong because I don't feel like I have a stance on it yet. Excuse me. If you take a bunch of money from somebody for doing something and they are giving that money as a peace offering or the uh, uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, hush money. Hush money. And you take that money and then you out that person anyways. I mean... That's the best of both worlds for you, but also then that makes you now a piece of shit. Absolutely. Because if so- if someone did something criminal towards me and then offered me a bunch of money to stay quiet about it, if I really cared about getting the word out there that this person is a predator and that they may have the potential to do this to cause trauma if i if you know if i had trauma done to me uh cause trauma to other people that i would be the uh the what do they call it? the is it the bird whistle what with the the whistleblower the whistleblower if i'm the uh the canary in the coal mine that is going to alert other women and or men whomever the victims are how did the canary in the coal mine thing work uh did they just put it it would just echo is that what it was uh no, <clears throat> the canaries are uh, very sensitive to other gases that are dangerous, and the mm. canary would die. 
So when the oh. canary died, they were like, let's get the hell out of here. Got it. Okay. Well, you know. So they, they, were death, they were death birds. Got it. Okay. Well, just to alert, be the person who would alert other people. So if someone did something to me and uh, they offered me a bunch of money to be quiet, but I had the opportunity to say, uh, go shove your money up your ass. I want to tell people what a piece of shit you are so that you can't do this to anybody else. That would be the noble thing to do if you were really assaulted or molested or something where mm-hmm. it was a hostile work environment or whatever the case may be. If you're working for, I don't know, Ellen DeGeneres, say, who knows? But if you take the money to shut the fuck up and then you don't shut the fuck up, now we have two assholes in this game, I feel. But then people would say, well, Anna, fuck that guy. Well, if he assaulted you and offered you money and then you told on him anyways, then who fucking cares? Because he's a bad guy. But here's actually what happened. So let's, for the sake of argument, let's assume Musk did this. Okay. You know, we're not saying he did it. Let's no. just assume he did. For argument's sake. Yes. Whether he did or not, whatever. But let's just say he did in this, in this okay. case to make it easy. Yes. Uh, the, the, we'll, we'll call her the victim. Sure. Uh, confided in a friend as it happened. The friend was, got all these documents together to write up like complaints and everything. Um, and this was in 2016. This was when this mm-hmm. all happened. Uh, the the victim took the settlement, the hush money, whatever, and went on her merry way. Recently, uh, the, the fr- friend right. is the one that, that made the complaints. So the person that actually, you know, whether she was egged on mm. or, you know, whatever, they're they're not friends anymore or the, the, the quote unquote victim said, hey, we need to out Musk, whatever. Who knows? But it wasn't the actual victim that came forward. Interesting. That adds a di- that's a different twist because the girl, you know, allegedly followed the rules. She shut the fuck up. She yep. left. Yep. No big deal. But the friend that she confided in is the one that uh, let the cat had, out of the bag. Yeah, she had copies of all his paperwork because she was the one that was going to write. Emails and whatnot. Yeah, she was going to write on her behalf. Mm-hmm. So she went to the insider. Well, do we know it's a she? Uh, what? It could be. It could not I be. I believe it said she, but either way, the uh-huh. person mm-hmm. um, went to the... Insider, which Insider. A, a news yeah. and network, and um, let the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, it obviously the timing is not coincidental. I guess her friend encouraged her to go get licensed as a masseuse <laughs> so that she could give Musk massages. The, the friend was the one that pushed her to do it. I guess. Who knows? And maybe the woman was a fucking you know happy ending masseuse. Who knows? Right. I don't know. Perhaps we don't know all the whole story. But uh, Musk has kind of gained popularity as, like, uh, a, a superhero among people who are, like, fuck you to the government. I'm going to do what I want. Well, fuck you money. Kind of doesn't play by the rules kind of guy because he's he's the richest person on the planet. Well, you know, his his response to them contacting him and saying, hey, we got a, a thing about sexual assault against you. You know what he what said? What did he say? He said uh, uh, he needs more time to respond because there's a lot more to the story. If I were inclined to engage in sexual harassment talk, this is unlikely... This is unlikely to be the first time in my career that this has come to light. Saying that people accuse him of this shit all the time? Yeah. Or, hey, or, or, hey I've done it a lot. <clears throat> that, I mean, either way, it's a flex. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, this happens all the time. Well, I do know people, I'm not going to say any names, but I do know people who, uh, men, who have a lot of money, and periodically they do get accused of things that perhaps they did mm-hmm. not do because people know that they have a lot of money. Sometimes people explicitly ask them for hush money. 
say, hey, if you give me 20 grand, and this guy's worth a lot more than 20 grand, so what are you doing? Yeah. If you give me uh, 20 grand, I'll, um, I'll shut the fuck up and I'll go away. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they actually will. You probably want something like that in writing, I suppose. But that sort of thing, you're definitely a, a target as a, a, a rich man uh, who is around women um, that this is going to happen to you per- periodically from time to time. Because I, I hate to break it to you, but sometimes you can't believe all women. I'm not saying right. it's the case in this Elon Musk you can't situation. Believe all people. Correct. Women, I don't know if, if people know this about, but people lie, and women are people, uh, ergo, sometimes women lie. Not saying that this is the case, and in this case, it seems like this woman had just, like you said, went on her merry way, continued on with her life, and it's the friend that is is set on, dead set on, exposing Musk for whatever reason. Doesn't like the Twitter game, mm-hmm. doesn't like him for political reasons, doesn't like the fact, whatever, jealous, who the fuck even knows. Right. I don't have a lot of respect for this friend, especially when they are anonymous. We don't know who they are. If you're going to call someone out, be a fucking adult about it and say, you know, this is my name, I'm putting it out there. Because you're. This is a. this is a pretty heinous allegation against musk it does yeah. it's not rape but it's not it's certainly indecent behavior the, the actual allegation really is rubbed his dick bad. on her is that it like no, he took it out no, and... she she was a masseuse i guess mm-hmm. and she was like known for giving massages so um he got ready for the massage got naked but had a sheet covering his lower half mm-hmm and then, like, as she was doing it, he's like, hey, I'll buy you a horse. If He he touched her leg with his, yeah. with his hand and then said, uh, I'll buy you a horse if you do more. And then I guess, like, one time when he flipped over, the sheet didn't cover him all the way. That's, like, literally all that happened. Oh, okay. And she and the, the, the flight attendant basically said, no, I won't do that, and continued on the massage. And that was it. Like, that supposedly is all that happened. Which, Interesting. Which business-wise is not appropriate. You can't be doing that. No. I, I understand that. But, but, like, is it really that bad? The fact that he offered to buy her a horse, and maybe she's a, an equestrian, I, I, I do not know. But that seems like the most, like, Asperger's way to flirt with a girl ever. I'll buy you a horse if you touch my dick. Well, what do you expect from him? I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's a robot. Yeah. It's just funny because I'm like, is this how he flirts? You know, I will, I will buy you a farm animal. Who knows? Who knows? I definitely want to hear more about the situation. Um, Musk has got an incredibly supportive group of of people worldwide who support him and are really, you know, rooting for him because he's the uh, he's kind of like the antichrist of rich guys, right? He's not like the Bezos. He's not the Bill Gates who are trying to get embedded with the government. If the, if anything, it's the opposite. He's about freedom, liberty, and people should be able to make their own choices, which is exactly what he's trying to do. With Twitter, if he ends up buying Twitter, he wants it to be Mm -hmm. a public forum where people can um, exchange ideas and people won't get banned for saying things that aren't popular or things that are deemed as hate speech or misinformation, disinformation, whatever. He's like, hey, this is a public square. People should be able to say whatever the fuck they want. And um, I'm I want to allow people to have the space to to do that. Uh, Twitter is a disgusting space, by the way, but it's a it's a it's a good way to communicate with people if you are um, a super public figure, someone like Trump, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I wouldn't recommend for anyone's health, mental health, to spend too much time on Twitter. It is a time suck, and it's also just um, 
it, it just people insulting each. It just you go into a room and it's just people yelling because they only have what two hundred eighty characters to say something. So it's it, it's they're just going to yell. That, right. That's that's what it is. It started up being like what one hundred fourteen or something. Yeah, I think they doubled it. And I think did he want to add in the edit button? Yes. Well, that would be great. He he. he was I mean I think half of this is, I, I think most of this is trolling I don't think he's actually going to buy Twitter at all perhaps not he is he is quite the troller which I think is hilarious and that's what a lot of people like about him he's just like trolling the system he's fucking with people that you think are unfuckable with you know uh, governments of countries and whatnot and he's just like you know what f you and that's really what is beautiful about being that rich is not all of the things that you can buy like horses. Which I understand is cool for people. Mega yachts, oligarch yachts, which oh. is a type of yacht. I don't know if you knew that. I, I did. I actually, actually, I did. You did. I did. Because some people don't even know what an oligarch is, and you go, "Oh, was it like an oligarch yacht?" And they go, "It was a. It no, was it a, was. It was white. seventy seven hundred square feet of a yacht." And they go, "Okay, nice." Was it an oligarch yacht? No, it was white. No, it was white. <laughs> no, it was a big. It was a big yacht. I'm like, oh. Hmm. Okay. I don't yeah. know the brand name of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I didn't know if it was a, I have, I don't even know a brand of a boat. Water. What's the, what, give me like a popular boat brand. Like of super yachts? Yeah. Or like any, any yacht. Like, oh, it's a blank yacht. Like it's a Porsche yacht. Like what is a what's, Ferrari yacht? Ferrari yacht. Yeah. That's what I thought. 81390 Bubba. So there's that, there's that that's going on in the news. I did pick up on that last night. I did want to kind of touch on um, Kevin Hazlett running for Congress, which obviously we discussed during the show. But I think it really kind of, first it was more about me in the sense that like, I'm a no guy in Congress. Like that was really what occupied most of my thoughts about running for Congress. still should be. Right. We're just like, that's fucking awesome that I would know a congressman. And I'm rooting for Kevin. And I align with Kevin on probably 90% of what he said, 95% of what he's saying, yeah. pretty much. There's a few things that differ, you know, he's a man of God, I'm not a man of God. So there's just a few things that differ, and that kind of translates into policy sometimes. <clears throat> not really. Um, but I think it was something that Jay said that it it wasn't necessarily profound, but I was like, holy shit, like, Kevin is going to be part of a very... Hopefully going to be hopefully going to be part of a very elite group of people who really do decide like the trajectory of this country. Of course. With huge issues. And it's like obviously yes. But it didn't really like sink in until Mm -hmm. someone said it out loud. Like when Kevin said that he went to go meet with um, members of Congress, Republican members of Congress. And the guy's like, so what do you think we should do about Ukraine? That's how shit actually happens. And I'm like, whoa, like Kevin's giving feedback. And oftentimes when things go to, you know, to the House floor, sometimes it's just a few votes that decide the policy. But a lot of of that stuff gets started over like, hey, you know, obviously like two or three congressmen like hanging out by a pool with beer, you know, like Uh just shooting the shit and like well, what do you think we should do about this like oh okay we should do that and then like it act, that, that's how it gets started that's insane like, to me that's how the world is changed like that's a crazy amount of power and i like it you, you it's so weird because if you don't actually think about it you're like all these big like companies that build these giant like you think it's like you know so crazy mm-hmm. and like 
uh, NFL and like NASCAR, just that like no one could break into it because it's so like heavily produced and you know how the world runs. And like I, I was talking to a guy that worked for a company that builds rockets. He's like, dude, he's like, it's basically like Elon Musk just has a bunch of money and was like, hey, just go build this junk like it's a hobby rocket. Like mm-hmm. it's not some big elaborate like thing. And we're like, dude, it's like now you got to fight like hell to get into that position. But once you're there, you can really make a lot of things happen. Yeah. Which is cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And scary. But really, for for Kevin, cool as fuck. It is. So, you know, when he was saying that he's just like, oh, what do you think we should do about Ukraine? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, kind of, um, uh, what do you call it? Water cooler talk. Yeah. Which is funny because for us, we're like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, you know, oh, went to Denver, this, that. For Kevin, it's like, oh, what are we going to do with this fucking country? Right. That's that's water cooler talk for Kevin or True. will be or hopefully will be. I hope so. So, I mean, I think in that moment, I was like, whoa, like that is really crazy. And I hope Kevin wins not just because, hey, we know Kevin and like that would be awesome, right. which would be fucking cool as hell. Yeah. But like realistically, Kevin is the right person for the job. One hundred percent, no questions asked. Yes. Like. Now, uh, and I was thinking about this and why I could never be someone who does something like that. First off, I've been on this show mm-hmm. and I've said things, mm-hmm. so obviously I don't think I have a clean record. I've made some tweets in the past. I don't know if you know this about me. No, uh-uh, I haven't made heard some about tweets it. in the past that maybe weren't wouldn't be favorable for me to run for public office. But one of the reasons why I think I could never run for something like this is that i'm i'm too honest about shit i don't know like i think about people that are about my age that are in congress or Mm -hmm. younger there's like a guy who just got out of he was like 26 there's Mm -hmm. no even if he's well read there's just like no way that you could know know everything about everything that you need to know about exactly half the time during the show you know like i didn't even know to be honest with you i'm gonna be very very transparent here i didn't know what chattel was i thought he was saying cattle no chattel i didn't know what that it was like property that's not real estate right any anything you can hold your hand that's not actual real estate okay right I didn't know that. So the fact that, like, I didn't know that, and I'm not saying I'm smarter and better than everyone. Oh, I am. But I, 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 there's going to be stuff, gaps in my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So there must be people, obviously, in Congress who are, like, t- talking about an issue or policy, and they're, like, go- I can imagine them, like, Googling it on their phone, like, during the meeting. Like, oh, no, what the fuck is that? They have their And then they get to make a decision yeah. about it, yeah. like, a couple hours later, which to me, that's what occurred to me, is, like, you can't know everything about everything. About, you know, every policy, what it says, the law, history, uh, you know, like when Eisenhower did this and JFK did that. Like, there's just no way you're going to be able to have all that readily accessible, especially if you're a younger congressperson. They go in and vote on bills that they don't even know what half of what the bills say because they don't have time time to read all that shit. Right. So I'm thinking, like, it's kind of also insane, not saying that this is Kevin or anything. If anything, Kevin is like the most qualified. But you think about these young people who are like, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be able to, but it's just, you know, this is just the reality of, of the matter is that you have these people who are like super young. Maybe they know a lot about a few issues, but they can't, they certainly can't know a lot about everything. I don't think AOC is an expert in Eastern European uh, foreign uh, policy and mm-hmm. and relations 
from dating back to, you know, the Cold War and even before that. Like, I don't think she's an expert on that. She probably is learning along um, with all of us as things sure. kind of arise. You go, oh, Ukraine, I don't really know much about that country. Let me look it up. Oh, shit, USSR. So to me, it's also kind of insane the fact that people are probably Googling things and, like, mm-hmm. learning about things and then maybe a day later making life-changing decisions about those things. Of course. But that's the nature of the game. You can't know everything about everything. But I think that, like, I don't want to say my lack of confidence, but also I think the fact that I'm really transparent about, like, I I don't know anything about Like, I feel like I'd be in the chambers and they'd be like, a Congresswoman on them. I'd be like, I need to, like, I need to Google it first. I don't really know much about it. Can we mm-hmm. pass? And let's go to the next guy. Like, that's not someone maybe people necessarily want to elect. But that's what I would do because, like, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to lead the country in the wrong direction. I don't know shit. But that's a lot. But it is funny that people would rather just, you know, go along with the Republican or Democratic script and just go, yeah, what he said, even though they don't know anything, because they would rather, you know, save face than really investigate the issue at Mm -hmm. hand, which is also a little bit scary. So I don't know. It's a lot of pressure. um, But Kevin is the man for that. And it seems like you... And Kevin are kind of, and Dan to some degree, like kind of cut from the same cloth where you feel like a lot of people are relying on you. Yeah. And you're used to that pressure. And do you like that pressure? Uh, I mean, when things go well, it's awesome. Yeah. But like when you let the people down, then that kind of sucks too. But I, I like the pressure though. You do like the pressure. Yeah. You You like being someone that people can rely on. Mm-hmm. I I like that to a degree that's comfortable for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to, if you call me between the hours of like 11 and, you know, you know, till 10 in the morning, like I'm on a, like, don't, I don't, I'm not going to answer. From like noon to noon. Yeah. Noon to noon. (laughs) My dad called me last night at 11 PM because we were, we were texting and then he decides he's going to, you know, take it to the next level. And he's like, let's just talk on the phone. But I don't have two-minute conversations but with my father. It was only 8 o'clock. Yeah. So I go, Dad, and usually I'm, I'll am i I'll feel bad and I'll just take the call. But I, I was like, Dad, I, I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I will call you tomorrow. And he was cool about it. But sometimes parents make you feel bad if you don't take the call, especially when you're texting them in real time. But I really did need to go to bed yeah. immediately because that that's probably the the thing in my life that I need to adjust the most, which we talk about. How did you sleep last night, by the way? Once I got to bed, it's great. It seems like that is the problem with you. Like mm-hmm. you, w- once you're in bed and the, the computers are shut off and the TV shut off. Oh, no, the, they weren't shut off. I woke but that's up this what I'm morning saying. and the once, TV was so loud. But um, so once you make it a, an effort to close your eyes. Stupid Lex Friedman. And it was an old one. And he's way less robotic, the old ones so he's gotten more robotic with he has time. Gotten more robotic, which is interesting because usually it's the opposite. Right. Usually you become more. Um, he's like playing into his organic roboticism now. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, maybe people find that to be endearing, and that he wears the same to thing on every throw show. Something at the TV to shut him up. Now it was pretty fucking cool yesterday. I was too was listening to Lex Friedman, and they had an evolutionary biologist by the name of uh, David Buss, who I've met. Maybe once or twice. I saw him at like this big conference in Miami, and then he came to my school because he um, he knew my what would you call it? Not my professor. I uh, fuck, I don't even remember the term. 
<clears throat> whatever, the guy who was helping me with my master's before I dropped out. Um, and he was on Lex Friedman's podcast and he was talking a lot about sex and, and he was the one that came up, not came up with, but really unearthed the, uh, sexual infidelity versus emotional infidelity and how women are more in in tune with emotional infidelity and men's sexual infidelity. Mm -hmm. That's all David Buss. So like he gets all the credit for that. He started doing shit like in the eighties and it's, and all of his studies have been repeated and they've shown, you know, the, the results come back the same every single time. So he was on Lex and what was super cool is he started talking about a guy who's also in the field who I used to be friends with and have met several times and who I'm friends with on Facebook. He like, he was like, yeah, my buddy like Barry Coulier did this study. Oh, and I'm like, Dave's that, brother. that's so cool. Huh? Dave's brother. Oh, Dave Coulier. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think I'm seeing his name on Cooley. Whatever it was, I, I, I was in that moment. I was going to like message this guy and be like, dude, you just got a shout out from David Buss on Lex Freeman. That's pretty fucking cool. Right. But then I got distracted with the cats or something and something happened. But that was that was a really cool moment where like not my friends. I wouldn't even consider him a friend. I've met him a couple times. But, you know, where people in your sphere are doing cool stuff like Kevin, like Barry, and they're getting they're getting shout outs for it. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's a win. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Eight one three ninety Bubba. Um, this weekend. I am getting something done that we briefly talked about during the yeah, show. Yeah, you are. Woo-hoo. Oh, you meant that. Never mind. Yeah. Um, not done by you, but uh-huh. done by Dan, actually. And that thing is Botox. Mm. Now, I was somewhat pressured into Botox about maybe nine or ten months ago. And I don't like getting pressured into things. Um, but there was a there was a woman that worked for Dan and, you know, I met with her and she was helping with helping me with some skincare stuff. And then all of a sudden it was like, uh, hey, let's do a Botox. Let's do some filler. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not saying I don't need it or anything, but I need to do my research and I need to feel mm-hmm. comfortable with it. Well, <clears throat> you know, now that I'm of uh, the advanced age of 35 and all my eggs are dead, I'm feeling like, you know, there could be a few things that I could um, improve a bit. And to be honest with you, the person who inspired me the most was uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh. And I saw how good he was looking and how smooth he was looking. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look frozen. He doesn't have like one expression. Yeah. He's not always surprised. Yeah. No, he looks great. And he was, t- you know, telling us publicly about some of the work that he was getting done. And I thought to myself, well, if it's working for Bubba the Love Sponge and mm-hmm. he's, you know, 486, it's got to work for me. I'm only 24. Right. So I did the math in my head and I'm like, let's give this a try. And I also like the fact that Botox is not a permanent thing. No, it's just a toxin that you <clears throat> inject into your face. Exactly. To paralyze it. Yeah. That's fine with me. But it's it's temporary. So we're going we're gonna to try. And I asked my friend who will be there, who also was getting it done. Um, to f- to film me because I feel like obviously we need content for the show and for you people listening, but also because it will m- I think it will make me behave better because you know when people are rolling tape you can't act out as much. Cause oh really? Yeah, I mean I probably will, but I think it will I'll keep say, me. I've at got bay. plenty of tape of you acting out. Right. That those are private things. Dancing in the chair because you got too much sleep. Yeah, yeah I got um. I have a lot of energy, folks. Would I get enough sleep and have one cup of coffee? Don't do it, Robert. Don't do it. 
Um, I, uh, I, I, I have a lot of energy and I was, uh, I was very excited probably about what, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, I just had a lot of energy, a lot of energy. Are you, uh, trying to find the chair dance video? <clears throat> yeah. It's a lot, you know, that Blitz has to deal with when oh I'm well rested no and idea. have caffeine and well, just in general, I suppose. I was thinking about that last night, actually. I'm like. Am I a handful? I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are you showing it? Obviously, there's a delay here, so. Yeah, it's on a dancing in a yeah. chair. Yeah, that was at Armature Works, and Blitz just wanted to relax. And I remember that day because I wanted to walk really, really fast on our walk, and you, you, you did not. Yeah, I did. You didn't want to walk really fast. I kept kind of like walking ahead of you. And then I started doing like um, walking really fast and then walking back to you and then walking really fast and kind of doing that sort of thing. And I thought to myself, is this annoying? Probably. But I also just wanted to, you know, I had to get some of the energy out. You know, I had to let the demons out. So I did. But you're, 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 you're very patient with me, like very patient. And I appreciate that very much so thank you let's take a call shall we here we go hello who's this good morning this is fake alex jones Thanks what's up fake alex call. jones yeah of course how are you today what what troubles you bad. today how are you guys doing good how bankrupt are you from all the sandy hook bullshit are you kidding me no, i got cleaned out i got cleaned out pretty bad yeah i heard I, yeah i filed for filed for bankruptcy um all that stuff but they estimate i got about fifty thousand dollars worth of uh uh, equipment in my studio. Mm-hmm. And Blitz, if you want to come out and take a look at this shit, I mean, yeah, I might need to do it. a Salabar Willie. Take what you want, leave, leave the rest, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw this stuff for practically nothing. So, deal. Anyway, so uh, listen, I got a couple questions for you guys about Colorado. Okay. Now, oh, yeah. When you guys were at the airport, when you guys were at the airport, did you guys, is that mural mm-hmm. still up there? The one I'm talking about is, uh, I know what you're talking about, but a big no, giant painting on the wall. I'm we, sorry, what was that? We did not see it, but I, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I heard they took that down. I just wanted to confirm. What's the mural of? It's a mural of a of a dictator wearing a all drab army uh, uh, uniform. Who's the dictator? A holding a holding a scimitar, which is a raging sword. Hmm. You know, so a bunch of, uh, Denver Airport's known that? for all its like weird art and like we. It's got like weird shit to it. Um, so, who is he referring to? I don't think it's anyone specific. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought right. it was like Mao or something. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> the, no, the, the guy's wearing a gas mask. You can't identify him. Right, I right. see, I see. Okay. Yeah. And I also heard that they just erected a large uh, statue of the Egyptian god of death, Anubis. Did you guys see that? And where's at the airport as well? At the, Somewhere at the airport. I'm not oh, sure where. Oh, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't see any of that. It's a bit strange that that airport's in, in a big, giant tent, you know? Yes, that it's a little bit alarming. A little bit of gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, listen, Blitz, I sent you some stuff. I don't know if you guys got it or not. Like in the mail you did? But, but no, the, it, it, I emailed the show. I sent oh, you guys okay. Oh, email, okay. I'll check. I haven't checked in a few days. I'll check it. Okay, yeah. Uh, it could be in your spam folder. I don't know. I, I did send some attachments. Uh, Bubba wanted me to send some stuff, so I did. Okay. So, anyways. Awesome. All right, listen, you guys have a great weekend, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. You all too. right, bye, dude. Thanks for yeah. calling in. All right. Yeah, Let's... Denver has all kinds of weird, like, 
ghost tour type like weird images. Wait, he said and, at the airport though. You know, it's at the airport, Denver International Airport. Is you said ghost tours? Yeah, like at the airport. Yeah, it's not like they take you on a tour. Like there's websites that are like here, go go see this and go there oh, and do I see. this. Interesting. No, I, I had no idea about any of that. Yeah, stuff. but like the I think the terminal we were in one's like the new one, and they don't have like half that stuff there. Plus, they're doing all kinds of construction. And I was yeah, like, you know I, I not, didn't. I, I feel like I'm that. I'm not as observant as I think I am. Uh, oftentimes, you'll see stuff, or you're you're you will hear stuff, and I'll, I'll be like, I didn't fucking mm-hmm. see that at all. I was thinking about lunch or something. Right. I was just you know blindly walking. Uh, hello, who's this? It's Jose. Hey, Jose, what's going on? Uh, um, hey, Hannah. Hi, nice, nice talking to you. First Thanks. time calling in a long Thanks, time. Thanks, Jose. No problem. Uh, hey, Blitz. Yeah. Bl- question: Do you? I mean, you're a pro when it comes to fireworks. <laughs> so why don't you do like a YouTube video, letting us know what is like the best fireworks that you can buy? Like, I know that you guys in Florida, but like, I live in Florida, but I'm on the road all the time, and mm-hmm. I and I I can go to Tennessee, Alabama, and all those places where they have tons of fireworks. Do you think you can do something like that uh, um, to let us know how to buy them correctly and what are the better ones? I Kinda can. Like, I know. can. So here's here's a problem with that because I've actually done that before like in the past. Explosives or yeah, like like consumer like consumer fireworks. Like <laughs> hey, if you no like anyone something anyone can buy, like from a tent. But the problem is you you have one good item one year. Well, the next year that same exact item is like totally different or like not made the same. It's not as good quality. So, so if you right. if you recommend something, the, by the time people see it and they go to get it themselves, it could be totally different. It, it, let me so ask you a question, yeah. a follow up question, or to Blitz: Is there any sort of issue? And I, I've never looked this up on YouTube, but it, like of people doing a tutorial about how to make a firework, or is that not allowed because it's like an explosive? No, or? it's it's okay. A lot of those the they'll get demonetized, maybe, but like okay. you won't get in trouble for them. All right, usually. As long as you're doing well, legit. I've seen a lot of TikTok videos where they do like uh, examples of fireworks. Sure. And there's some of them that they're really badass, but they don't say what the name of it is or, or where you can buy them at. So there's two there's two things. If they're really badass, uh, it's kind of like an unwritten rule to don't to not say what they are because they're probably illegal and the authorities also watch those same videos, especially on YouTube, and they go try mm-hmm. to bust the people that have that sell them. So, that's one reason. Oh, so th- th- there's a, a legal in between their deal. That's why you don't do something like that. Plus, you said that they don't come out to be the same. Yeah, a lot every of a lot, a lot of fireworks it. stores. Like if you spend a lot and you go there a lot, they'll have uh, stuff in the back room, maybe. But it's, mm-hmm. you you kind of have to know and ask for the right stuff. And if you say it wrong, then they'll tell you no. And so they so, don't. So in in a personal, you know, like in a way. Which state will you say that has the better fireworks that you can buy out of the store? Is it Tennessee? Is it Alabama? Is it Florida? Like, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm realist- a truck driver, so I'm on the road all the time. Realistically, you know, if they're, in, I mean, they're all imported from China, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, like I, I, like I know people that get stuff imported to Florida, but it's sent all over the country, and so really, there is. I don't think there's an, a specific area. It's really whatever's cheaper, um, and there's only like four or five real like name brands out there and there's a whole bunch of like stuff that uh like a local fireplace will buy they'll buy a few pallets of it and put their own name on it but like on my personal i have noticed that the best fireworks that i have been able to buy are from texas 
Okay. Texas has some pretty badass rockets, you know, and and like the ones that you just light up one little fuse and they yeah. got like a cake. like a five minute show. You yeah, know? A cake or repeater or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and you don't find those everywhere. But I, I know I don't know how Florida is about when it comes to those type of fireworks. But Tennessee and Texas are really easy to find those. But I just don't know which ones are like the best ones to get that you can get the best money. For your, you know, what the best show Bang for, for your, your money, buck, you know? right? No pun intended. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's tons of videos out there, and I'll, I'll probably do something with fireworks eventually. But um, you should, man, because you're so knowledgeable when it comes to fireworks. I think that by you telling us the sure. fans, hey, this, this, this brand or this firework okay. is really bad. Like the one that I'm talking about is like the one that goes like it sounds like a machine, like a machine gun. It just and then three, he just like three hundred of them. Ban at the end, yeah, yeah. And I don't know where the hell that one is. I don't even know where if I can find that in Texas <laughs> or in Florida or in Tennessee. Right. Yeah, but it's pretty badass. Okay. Oh, actually, I'll do that. Yeah, do it. Stand, stand for it, man. You're the man, Bliss. All you right. know, I don't care what Bubba says, but you are the man. Bubba. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Jose. And just to know that you're you're banging that oh, chick, God. you know, even though she's a Demo- Democrat, <laughs> whatever, but, you know, what? from California. Yeah, you, she's you, a real you liberal. Know that you're happy to know, hey, I'm fucking this bitch, but I made her into a, Demo- uh, a Republican. I hey, sure yeah. did. I sure did. All she right, was such a, this is she, what we she was such a liberal before. I know. Thank you and your, and your penis really turned me right. <laughs> Right. Uh, I get credit for nothing in my life. It's fine. It's fine. Thanks, but, Jose. Appreciate I, I, I you. Love you. I, I, do, I do like you a lot, but you really sometimes you do you say the something. Sometimes you say the, the wrong thing at the wrong time. Sometimes. I don't know. My, my opinion. That's my MO. All right. Have That's a good right. one. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Jerk. I liked him at the beginning of the call, and then really at the end, he didn't, he didn't win me over. He really got Yeah, because I was better. such a liberal beforehand, right? Right? You just get credit for everything. Yeah. Liberal. All right, I'm done. Um, (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Uh, Don't go anywhere.
My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.
just want to give a shout out to my girl, OFF, for this cool uh, koozie thing. I love it. I did not know during Bubble 199 when I was trying to operate it, granted I was a little drunk, um, that the top part unscrews. And I was trying to squeeze this thing. It was real tight. Someone in chat, God bless them, was like, does Anna know that the top part unscrews? And I went, wow, yeah, that is a duh. game changer. Everybody knows that. No, he didn't know either. Oh. But thank you very much. 81390Bubba, if you'd like to join the conversation. Um, looks like it's going to be kind of rainy this weekend, which I'm excited about. I like rainy, rainy the now. rain. I know, I know. But I like it. And I think we like it for the same reason is that when it's nice weather, you feel obligated to go out and experience it, which sounds like such a um, first world problem sort of thing. Obviously, you're like, oh, it's just great weather, man. I have to go out and experience it. But you you feel guilty. I don't know if I'm the only one, but I feel guilty if I waste a beautiful day indoors watching TV like that just can't happen. Or Or sleeping until three o'clock. Yeah. But here's the thing: the sun's setting later, so you get more day. So you kind of, you know, do the math, whatever. Who cares? But as long as you get like an hour or two of, uh, you know, direct sunlight mm-hmm. out in the uh, in the open spaces, getting some fresh air, that's great. But when it's raining, then you have an excuse to be a piece of shit all day. Yep. So that is, um, that is, I don't want to say my plan this weekend, but I swear to God, after Denver, I was like, dude, I just want to lay low. I just want to chill out. I don't want to do any... Cra- I was supposed to go to Sunset Music Festival. I can't even fucking imagine myself at Sunset Music Festival now or basically ever again. Mm-hmm. And I know I mentioned this a lot, but <clears throat> there's been a, just a massive shift in my activities and what I deem as fun probably in the last two years. Is it age-related, COVID-related? I would say probably all of the above. It's just... Also, maybe boyfriend-related, too. Once you're in a relationship, I feel like, you know, going to the club is just, it's not, fu- I mean, not that I would go there to meet guys, but, you know, obviously you you go there to kind of see what's yeah. what's out there when you're a single person, guy or gal, whatever. But now it's like, why the fuck would I want to do that when I'm, I can just take the person home and we can just, you know, it. Bang you it can 10 a.m. your face against mine as yes. we TV. As we watch the Ottoman Empire, which is my new one, the new one we've we've delved into, which mm-hmm. is I think just one season. Thank God. <clears throat> I didn't know much about I still don't know much about the Ottoman Empire, and it seems like they had a lot of influence. I'm learning about uh the siege of Constantinople, which is also known as Istanbul. Correct. Yeah, so we like we like history. We like I feel like not, you said you don't really enjoy history unless it's you know more recent. But I've kind of opened your eyes to the fact that there were you know th- millennia of things happen, humans doing shit before you know World War Two. You could get because I had no idea there was. No, 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 it's not that, that you you didn't know that, but you said you had no interest in it. You've said that before. Still don't. Even like the Civil War, like doesn't interest you or anything. It's all right. But, like, you prefer more recent shit. Yeah, but I, when I, like, more recent meaning, like, Civil War, not shit that happened, like, a million years ago. Well, it seems like you've told me that you're, anything that happened beyond, like, a hundred years ago, you don't really, it's not really of your interest. You just like more recent memory sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. 
Um, I like all of the above. I love history. And I think it's also because I'm just good at like remembering dates and stuff. Before my country was formed, nothing else mattered. Okay. Let's just relax now. Um, 81390 Bubba. So we got that on the docket. Um, I did want to talk about this story. I don't know if you've been following the uh the shit that's going on with Jordan Peterson at all. Or oh, if you yeah. even what's heard what, about it. I, yeah, what's what's I, I saw uh God's odd whatever. God's odd. Yeah. Uh, he looks great, the by day. the way. Lost eighty six pounds, kept it off. At least for now. When people say they kept off the weight, I'm like, yeah, give me a, a timeline. Been a week. <clears throat> kept it off for oh, six months. That's not that's not it. That's mm-hmm. not it. Wait, wait for things to get rough. Wait for you to hit a rough, rough patch and then let's see what happens. But what's going on with Jordan Peterson is apparently you're familiar with the magazine known as Sports Illustrated, correct? I believe they, they uh, call it SI. Yes, SI. And it seems like in recent years, there's been a push for more diversity. And um, not so much just diversity in terms of race, mm-hmm. which is something we like to talk about, but more so in terms of um, body size diversity. Yes. Or people who are shaped, you know, someone like um, uh, Giselle Boonshin would often grace the covers, people built like her. But now we're getting people built more like Lizzo, which is fine. I don't care. Is it fine? It seems like a lot of people on Sports Illustrated have never played a sport in their life. That's kind of what it's starting to look like. And now it seems like it's also diversifying the the range of age. It seems like there was, a, I believe, a woman who was 75 years old. I believe it was Elon Musk's mother who was a model at one point and apparently still is a model. Okay. Um, this issue got a lot of attention because Kim Kardashian was on the cover, which who cares? And this was her first cover, uh, which I didn't know. I thought she was on every cover all the time every month. I, did, I didn't know that. But that got a lot of attention. And then when you opened it up, you got an older woman you got uh, probably a person with like one leg or something. And then you got this woman who, in my estimation, is actually quite beautiful. Her name is Yumi New. And I'm going I'm to bring her up here. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get a better picture. Oh, wow. No, that's not it. Well, that's her right there. Okay. Um, Let me get you a bigger photo here of what's going on images this will get me where i want to go so this was the cover okay right here okay that was the cover why now although she's a little bit she's not quite lizzo's size i would say i wouldn't say that she's i mean she's on her way there perhaps Yeah. yeah she's getting there yeah and and here's the thing about beauty is that you know it's in the eye of the beholder often some people mm-hmm. prefer um thicker girls or thinner girls or taller girls or shorter girls girls or whatever the case may be okay <clears throat> well jordan peterson made a comment i don't know why he made this comment it doesn't make any sense to me as to why he inter- he injected himself in this twitter conversation but he posted um like retweeted the uh swimsuit tweet and said quote sorry not beautiful and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that now i don't know 
I don't know why he did that and why he thought somehow he wasn't going to get a lot of hate on the back end. I mean, I think he knew he would get some hate. He ended up um, taking himself off of Twitter, Mm. which is fine, but it seems like he was somewhat surprised at the fact that people were, like, throwing death threats his way. I feel like people have, you know, have um, not alleged violence, but people have, you know, threatened violence for less. And people take this very seriously, this body diversity, body positivity movement. Now, I think that, you know, Jordan Peterson is very much... um, allowed and should be allowed to speak his mind when it comes to such matters as beauty. I just, I don't know why he felt like he needed to inject himself in this conversation. Again, I don't care that he did, but it just seems to be a bit odd that a, um, you know, a a clinical psychologist intellectual is worrying about who is on the cover of the swimsuit, um, swimsuit edition 2022. I, that's kind of his it's kind of his lane a little bit. It is in the sense that he feels like you, like society's trying to pressure you into, like he first came on the scene probably about, what, 2015, 16, when like trans, he used to be a professor at a college. He probably mm-hmm. still is. I don't know which one. It's some Canadian university. And a bunch of people were demanding that he call them by their preferred pronouns, zir, zir, hear, share, uh, uh, boob on it, whatever the case may be. Um, and he said, no, I'm not going to call you that. I don't have to call you that. And they wanted him fired. They said that those were, um, what did they say? It was like, um, you, you not, a not a sexual predator, but what do you, um, I don't know. Like, uh, when someone is peeing in public, it, you're like an indecent exposure. Type you, of no, but like when you're peeing in public, you're, you're listed as a, a sex offender. So they wanted okay. it to be like he was he'd be registered as a sex offender, it, like crazy shit like that. <clears throat> and he's very much and people call him like a conservative intellectual. And I guess you could say that in the sense that I wouldn't say he's like evangelical at all, but I would say that he's definitely someone who leans into cons- the typical conservative values, men being men, yeah, women being not, women. He's not a red pill guy, but mm-hmm. he's, you know, kind of leans that way, like very like kind of like pro man. I would say that he leans into biology and he says that a lot of the things, a lot of proclivities that we have and the intuitions that we have are not because of socialization, but are because of biology. And there's nothing wrong with that biology. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong for women not to, you know, prioritize careers over having a family. There's nothing wrong with men wanting to make more money than women or preferring a certain type of body sexually. Like there's nothing wrong with these things. And society is telling you that there is, and he's telling you that there's not and he gives you the biological reasons for them mm-hmm. so i would say that's kind of like his lane so you're right there but my whole thing is like uh, he he makes this comment kind of walks away and then all of a sudden has to take himself off twitter because he can't handle the hate right so that was kind of like a little bit odd which leads me kind of to my next story which is somewhat related um it's something i picked up from the new york post which is i would have to say probably my favorite news aggregate and by the way before we're done there's a uh, uh, si ish uh article I want to talk to you about, but go ahead. Okay. This woman gets on, I don't know, Instagram, TikTok, one of those things, and she says that she slept with a guy who I guess she's been dating for the first time, and he dumps her because of her body. 
Now, when I first saw the title, I go, well, that's a little bit odd because um, usually you kind of have a, a gist of someone's body before you fuck them. Yeah. You know, you go, yeah. hey, it's not like you are dating someone who looks like Andreana Lima and then all of a sudden, you know, you get them in bed and they're Tess Holiday. Like right. that doesn't happen. You go, oh, that is I, without makeup, you yeah. gain 400 pounds. Like, that's not something that happens. Sure. So it was a little clickbaity, but, you know, it, it caught me. And I started reading it. And apparently this guy says, quote, sends this woman a text after he's had sex with her. He goes, quote, you're sexy and funny, but seeing your hairy armpits is a no-go. Mm. It's just my preference. Now, if anything, I think that this man should be awarded for being honest. Yes. Because um, that's very honest. He could have said literally anything else, mm-hmm. like, I just, I'm not in the right place or state of mind or I'm intimidated by you. Like, he could have said any lie. Of course. But he decided to tell this woman the truth. Now, if anything would um, encourage, encourage men to lie, would it would be because of this woman's reaction to things like that. And he just says, it's not going to work. And she immediately clapped back and said, so, quote, you having you having armpits is fine, like hairy armpits, I suppose, but not me, a woman who also grows hair there. Uh, and he goes, it's just my preference. It's like people aren't allowed to have preferences anymore. And right. I feel like if anything, this was almost an, an out for him to go, hey, I actually really like you. And if you would just fucking shave your armpits, right. we might be able to make this work. And she could have easily just been like, all right. Like, you know, I feel like that's really funny because that would have allowed that that small change possibly could have saved his uh, sexual attraction to her or mm-hmm. the relationship or whatnot. Um, and then she hurls an yeah, insult she, about him. She, he wasn't into it. And, and it had it probably wasn't because of that, because he. Had that been the issue, he could have been, and maybe he did, but he could have been like, hey, you know, let's, why don't you shave your armpits, you know? Mm. What the hell? It could have been. Instead, he was like, yeah, no, we had to stop because of your armpits. Well, he still fucked her, but afterwards, he was just like, I don't want to do that again because he probably had to go through a lot of mental gymnastics to get through it. And I get that. I've been there before. Yeah. I've been through the mental gymnastics in a in a minivan with wooden with wooden panels. No, not last weekend. Stop. With a, in a minivan with wooden panels, and you go, listen, you just gotta keep your head on the straight and narrow. Don't turn around. So yes, that happens. I get it. But people are allowed to have preferences, and just because they, what if what if she had a penis? You know, and he goes, hey, it just it's not my preference that you have a penis. And she's like, hey, well, get, fuck you. You have a penis. It's like, yeah, yeah but I don't want to date a guy. with. It's like people right. don't understand that. I don't mind having a beard or something. I don't want you to have you one. You don't want me to have one. Now, I could I could yell at you and say, well, you are a sexist pig, but you are also a heterosexual male, mm-hmm. and you probably, uh, which means you want to be with a heterosexual female or just a female in general. That's fine, I guess. We've talked about before about, you know, like you working out a lot and all that. I said, I, I, I want to date of female yes actually we did to to be transparent about our uh it's getting hot in here isn't it um to be transparent about some of the conversations we've had in private i sometimes like to pull out my guns blitz has a collections of guns mm-hmm. you know a collection of guns with like magazines and and clippers clips clippers he's got clippers whatever he's got ak's and he's got um He's got specials and he's got calibers. He's got a lot of that sort of stuff. 
I just have these, right? Right here, right there. And I think I flexed uh, two of my guns that I have. And um, Blitz was like, hey, why don't, why don't you uh, chill out there? Mm-hmm. Why don't you chill out? Because it looks, it looks fine now, yes. but if you were to walk around with the flex, that would be a pro- that would be an issue for you. Correct. Now I could have easily gotten upset or mad, but I, the man has preferences, mm-hmm. and we should be allowed. And I go, really? You think it's too much? He goes, uh, he said, where you're at right now is is good. You're obviously not in a full flex every time I see you. But if you were to progress and to continue and grow and get a little bit too muscular, that probably maybe wouldn't look so uh, feminine. Right. And I get that. And that's fine. And um, I understand that people have preferences and that doesn't mean that there's anything uh, wrong with them. It doesn't mean that they're racist or sexist. It's just they're allowed to have preferences. Mm -hmm. Because what's so funny to me is this woman who, who got all upset and hot and bothered she has preferences. There's probably a reason why she started dating this guy in the first place. Maybe she liked the way that he looked. Maybe she liked the job that he had. Maybe she liked whatever. Whatever sort of uh, traits attracted right. her to this guy, she selected for, which means she has preferences. She prefers a guy that has a home versus a guy who lives in his car mm-hmm. versus a guy who you know has a job versus a guy who doesn't have a job. So people are allowed to have preferences, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they are racist, meaning you can not be attracted to black women or white women or Hispanic women, and that doesn't mean you hate them. There, there's women, <laughs> there's women, and like the one that I forget who it is that you call like the most beautiful woman in the world, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, they're attractive, but no, they're not. And, I'll you, and you think they are. Yes. Yeah. It was this Israeli model that I'm like, this is... This, her face is like it looks like a cartoon character, but it's her re- actual face. I know, and I and I still I'm like, yeah, she's okay, but yeah, we we all have uh, preferences. Like you think Jessica Simpson is is very hot, like her face is really hot. Yeah, I mean, and back everything. In the day. Yeah, uh, not now, but yeah. you know, back in the day. Oh, whereas, yeah. like, I thought she was a little bit of a butterface. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought she had the probably the best body I'd ever seen in my life when she did the uh, yeah. Dukes of Hazard. That yeah. I re- I remember like where I was when I first saw that. Like, I remember it was before I started, you know, working out and hitting the weights, mm-hmm. but I think I was watching, like, TRL or something, and I saw that, and I'm like, what in the actual fuck? Right. A body can look like that? That's insane. Now, apparently, she wasn't too happy during that time. Like, no, she was and, starving I, I, and stuff. And, but and honestly, I don't think that was when she was the hottest in the I, I I think it was. But, I, but again, I have preferences Absolutely. for just things being a little bit leaner and tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, which you can't be in every day of your life, which I'm learning as I, as I get older and a little bit more mature. Um, now that you're watching Barry Goussette. Now I'm watching Barry Goussette, who I used to hate and now I love. Um, that's not his real name, by the way. His name is, uh, oh God, Greg Doucette. I'm like, is it, is it Gary? Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, Greg Doucette and he's this little tiny, um, man. Height wise. Height wise, he's five six, but he does he's a lot built. of steroids, and he's built like a tank. Yeah, um, and he gives a lot of advice about fitness and nutrition, and a lot of it is is really good information. But the way that he delivers it, he's kind of like the Gilbert Godfrey of fitness trainers. Would yeah. you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you gotta live like that, so you gotta eat the protein. <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And and Blitz would play this guy, and I would hear it. And I'd be like, ah, turn it off! Like it's so I hate his voice. 
And then he starts to talk about things I'm interested in. And That's, now I now I have a preference for him. I know. You're like, hey, put on Barry Goussette. I'm like, you used to hate him. <laughs> no, I still fucking do. I, but I, I, I find him way. endearing. He's got a, a pig named Gertie. Yeah, and he's got a cat named Nakey because it's a naked cat. It's a disgusting, hairless feline. Gross yeah. as fuck. But that's it. those are his pets. And he has this yep. girlfriend who's twice as tall as he is. And it's just an interesting dynamic. And I'm and he talks about a lot of things that I'm interested in. But and the delivery She's off. on the thicker side, too. Yes. And does she also piss herself when she is lifting heavy weight during I a deadlift? I sure hope so. Yes. Um, Blitz and I feel, I feel like, you know, there's not a lot of overlap when it comes to machinery. Like he'll have something on about a plane and I'm like, or a car. I'm like, no. But then as soon as he turns something on, anything related to working out, nutrition, it's like Mm -hmm. all ears, all eyes. Um, and we started watching, I think I wanted to watch like crazy deadlifts where they do like one rep. Right. Like world class series. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, weightlifters, and you see some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Either they piss their pants, mm-hmm. or they start bleeding out of their fucking eyeballs. Their whole face. No, it's disgusting. It's, yeah, nose, eyes, mouth, it just starts bleeding. I just don't... First off, like, how... Like, you can't do that every day. Probably not. So you're probably not practicing for that. And then to know that on game day, you're going to bleed out of your eyes. You're going to be popping blood vessels so that you bleed out. Who gets into these sports? What kind of sick monster gets involved in something like that where on game day, you're like, you literally, you shit blood. Like, that's insane Mm -hmm. to me. But that's the kind of things that, like, uh, Blitz and I like to watch. Despite the fact that I don't like sports, I like learning about athletics and people sure. and and people who are like the best at what they do which is funny because like i don't really like sports but obviously when you put like a backdrop of a story behind it like the larry bird thing yeah i was like really involved like i really yeah, enjoyed yeah. listening me, to me the story of larry bird talking trash or people who are exceptional athletes and this is why or what they did to get there like if you can uh, like align a story behind it then i'm all ears because i i like learning about people's lives and how they got to where they got or ronnie coleman or mm-hmm. whatever we like learning about stuff like that so i uh, you know in my jujitsu class i i was talking to one of the girls who's really involved in crossfit and she said that the be- the person who's prospected to win the CrossFit Games is a 17-year-old uh, American girl. And she gave me her name. And oh, yeah. I-, I remembered the name and we looked it up because I just like to see, I like to see specimens. Mm-hmm. People who are just, again, exceptional at what they do and the sort of training that they endure and the mental strength that they have to have in order to uh, achieve the physical strength and endurance that they have. And this chick was a fucking beast. And she was 17 years old and just, like, I feel like 17-year-olds aren't supposed to be that jacked. But, you know. No, she was. She was. So I like learning about stuff like that. I like sports in that aspect. Not who won the game, but it's like, I want to see your workout regimen. What are you eating? How much sleep do you get? Like, the science behind the excellence. Well, I have a sports story here that you'll like. Oh, Christ. So what? Oh, this is uh, what you want to talk about before? Yeah. So we're talking about Sports Illustrated. So I went on SI.com real quick, and this was one of the top stories. Okay, go ahead. Um. The Canadian Elite Basketball League uh, team, Scarborough Shooting Stars, uh, announced they have a new person on the team who will be starting uh, this week. Any idea of who? It's a a famous person? (laughs) Yeah. Can I get a hint? Yeah. You like him. Drake? J. Cole. What? 
I just happened to go on Sports Illustrated, and it says J. Cole signs to play with the Canadian elite basketball team. Signs like, did he have to try out? Yeah, he's like an actual player. I guess he played in the uh, he played in the Rwanda Patriots BBC <laughs> Basketball Africa League last year. How does he have time for this shit? He's making albums. No, I don't think he is anymore. Yeah, uh, we did see something about him quitting uh, music, retiring from music. Does not know? She absolutely loves J. Cole. He's I'm a, obsessed. He is a rapper, as they say here. He's a rapper, but can we give him a little bit more right. um, kudos to the fact that he's not like a mumble rapper? He's not he's like not. a Fetty Wap. He's not like a Future. But I just, I just, he's, want to he's got, he's, he's got, he spit some game. He's but good. It, he's the, a lyricist. One of the the, the breaking uh, basketball stories is rapper J Cole signs with Canadian Elite Basketball. Well, so I figured you'd like to hear that. I, I, I would, but <laughs> it also makes me a little sad because I'm going to have less music to shake my I, ass to. I know. So, but thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's awesome. I know you like sports stories. Yeah, I, I do, especially when they involve uh, J. Cole. But that's that's pretty much it. Now, how how well did you pay attention to the Larry Bird thing? During when we were talking about it during the show? Yeah. All the attention. Okay. Uh, like so, a 10 out of 10. So when I was a kid and I played basketball, I had the same number as Larry Bird, which was? Can I guess? Well, you saw it. It was on the screen for I did. 20 minutes. You paid, you I paid, did. You paid I did. all the attention shit, to it. Shit. I'm not looking at chat or anything. They're not going to help you. No. Um... I'll give you a hint. Uh, can I guess? Yeah. Was it three? Kinda. Thirty-three. It was thirty-three. Okay, I knew I saw three. Yeah. I didn't know I saw two. It was thirty-three. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, not really. You did but... pay all the attention. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I, I, I know that Jordan was twenty-three. Yeah. Um. I'm okay. Got it. Yes. I, I find that. Um. The Larry Bird story, really interesting for a number of reasons. Number one, the fact that he was in the minority of white players, because I just think that that's an interesting dynamic, much like an Eminem, much like a Kane Brown, whatever, when you're yeah. just kind of like the odd man out because... But back when he first started, it wasn't as like it is extreme. now. Extreme? Yeah. Okay. But even there, I mean, I saw, you know, probably 90% of the players were black. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end of his career, definitely. No and question. the fact that he could throw shade at people... For being rookies, it's funny. and y- funny, but yep. also the fact that like you could get away with doing that, and no one like they didn't think he was racist, right? You know, I feel like if you were to not, if you're a white person and you don't shake a black guy's hand, people will go, "You're racist," and it's right. like, no, it's because he was a rookie. You know, because he literally just picked up a pile of shit with his hand. That's why I didn't shake his hand. Right. But any sort of like conflict between two people, if they're of different mm-hmm. races, it has to be race related. I it can never can't. just be like two people have a conflict. Yep. Not that they necessarily did, but you understand it's because he was a rookie and it was like, you're, you know, yeah. you're the young boy, whatever sort of a thing. So um, I just I found that to be interesting. And also just the fact that he was a shit talker. I didn't know anything about that. So, I really didn't. I, I I like knew about Larry Bird, Bird and followed him and mm-hmm. all that, but I didn't. And I didn't know if he was as much of a shit talker. That, that's funny, right? Um, I going back to kind of the Sports Illustrated thing, which by the way, I've never even opened up a Sports Illustrated magazine. Is it? And this is probably a dumb question, but obviously it's a magazine geared for men. But it they just talk a bunch of sports in there. Like it's yes. is that okay? I believe it's a weekly magazine, right? Too, and there's was. never ever been like a hot dude on Sports Illustrated or like. Uh, oh, no, someone like Tom Brady on Sports Illustrated? All the time. Oh, okay. So they they okay. have... This uh, is the swimsuit edition. Yes, this is okay. the one where it's like hot chicks. Okay. Is that only like once a year, like I once believe, a month? I, you know, I think it's once a year. That's what I'm saying. Like one month a year. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. The like May or June what edition, whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense to me. 
Um, I know people probably aren't going to like what I'm about to say, but this is something that we would toil with a lot when I was in grad school with evolutionary psychology and why we had no friends on the right and the left. We didn't have any friends on the right politically because we were all atheists. And we didn't have any friends on the left because we believed in genetic determinism because it's real. Mm -hmm. That biology actually plays a part in who you are, not necessarily. And this is before like all the transgender stuff. This was more in the sense that like people have limitations, right? Like you, there are some people that are like more beautiful than others or something along the lines of like, um, uh, you know, if you work really hard to become president or to become a basketball player professional basketball player like you'll be able to pull it off no matter what it's like no if you're a five foot four jewish guy Mm -hmm. you're probably not going to play in the professional league of basketball it's just i'm sorry but that's just the way that it is and people don't like that so i feel like being in that community of evolutionary psychology people and why i think we were so tight-knit not only just with each other but within the cohort but just globally why we all like knew each other and kind of stuck together was because when we had no friends like no one if you spoke if you were really deep into the, the trenches of evolutionary psychology People on the right hated you because you probably didn't believe in God. People on the left hated you because you believed in biology. So it was kind of nice. You know, you just had this like small community of supportive people in which almost all of them were libertarian. That was like the only way to be. It was like, leave us alone. Genetics are real. Biology is real. God's not. Like, it was just kind of those were like the Mm -hmm. themes of libertarianism just kind of stay out of my way i'm going to do what i want to do we believe in science all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. whatever which kind of leads me to this next story that i pulled up and i know that i think i was with you when i think you said something about this i forget the exact context but i remember you saying it you said there there should be things that i i think i know what it it, what it was and i don't know if you want whatever i'm just going to say it hopefully you don't get mad at me we were red rocks and and there was no elevator. Do you remember remember what you said? Of course, I say it all the time. Yeah. Okay. So you basically said like, uh, I'm sorry, you're in a wheelchair, but we can't just build like a whatever two million dollar contraption. Yeah. You you said there's obviously has to be an elevator because I have to get the the handicapped people up here, and I said no, they don't. Right. You're in the middle of a giant mountain with rocks. Like some, I, I'm sorry, it really sucks, but sometimes people just can't do shit. Like right. Unless you know. maybe you want to rent a crane or something. Right. You know, there's just certain things that you, like, can't do. And in, in a lot of ways, and people aren't going to like me saying this, shouldn't do. Right. Like this woman, who is a deaf and blind med student. Okay. She's deaf and she's blind and she's going to administer care to her patients. Mm. And when I saw this, I was... You don't um, want her doing your Botox tomorrow? Um, probably not, no. Oh. No, I don't need her to do echolocations to see where my wrinkles are. You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right. I would like her to use, like, her eyes and stuff. Yeah. So I watched her little uh, TikTok thing, and she just basically talks about all the uh, the myths about being deaf and blind, which was funny because the first thing that she says, I think, is that just because I'm deaf and blind doesn't mean I'm totally deaf and blind. 
She's legally deafened. Right. So that seems to be, it, then don't claim to be deaf and blind. Say I'm, you know, she could say I'm legally deaf and blind, right. but she goes, no, I'm deaf and blind. But just because I say that, mm. you shouldn't believe me because right. sometimes people are deaf and blind, but not 100%. Oh. So you go, what the fuck is going on? So she addresses that, that she's not 100% deaf and blind. And then she shows this like kind of cool contraption. Uh, instead of a stethoscope, obviously she can't hear. It's like this Bluetooth thing that's connected to a hearing aid that gives her like uh, vibration so she can detect your heartbeat hmm. with like a wireless Bluetooth fucking stethoscope. Listen, I appreciate that technology is going above and beyond trying to make sure. it so that you can administer care to the average person. Mm-hmm. But also, there are maybe just some things that you should not be doing because it's not safe. Is that like the best use of time and money? Right. Correct. Now, it was funny because she kept talking about the deaf thing. Whereas for me, although being deaf wouldn't, is not great as a doctor. Right. I would, if it was a forced choice and I had to choose between a completely deaf doctor or a completely blind doctor, I would go with the deaf doctor. Sure. Because at least the, they could see me mm-hmm. and the rash that I've presented them with. Right. The sore on my face, whatever. Um, whereas it seemed like she didn't address that at all. She just talked about the deaf part mm-hmm. and then just claimed to not be totally deaf and totally blind. So the bitch can't see shit. What is she? When I it come to her with something that is clearly something on my skin. Uh, 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 some sort of disfigurement. Uh, I don't see anything. You're fine. Go home. Right. That'd be hilarious. That's that's the joke right there. <laughs> that's the joke right there. And I actually I don't see a problem here. And I actually said this to my to my buddy Will when we were kind of talking about the uh, the SI swimsuit thing um, with Jordan Peterson saying, uh, "Sorry, not beautiful. No amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that." The joke there would be when people say, oh, you know, people from of all body sizes are beautiful. And he goes, no, I don't have a problem with fat chicks. I hate Asians. Like, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with the, uh, the, the, the blind doctor. She goes, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. Right. Right. So I just think that maybe that's not best for society to have a Helen Keller doctor. Probably not. Running around. What did Helen Keller do? I feel like I've seen a, a, like a, a movie about her life. Was she like a was she an intellectual? Was she a poet? I know she was deaf and blind, but like, what the fuck did she? Oh, like do? later on, like what did she actually? No, like-, like she was like an educated person with a career. I don't know what that career was. I'm about to look it up. Uh, well, she was an American a- uh, author, disability rights activist, political activist, and lecturer. How do we know? Could uh, she wasn't. We couldn't hear her say. She couldn't hear her say. She just sign. like, yeah. But it, again, if you're signing to people who don't to understand sign language, you're just, you know, if if the tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, did it even fall? Like, but there's people that could read sign language. Sure, sure. Um, I don't know how many people were going to Helen Keller rallies. To could you imagine like a Trump rally? But it just you know. probably a lot, really. Maybe I don't know. Jazz hands. She died in 1968, and obviously she was just kind of like the the first deaf and uh, I almost said deaf and dumb, deaf and blind person to you know I guess really accomplish some stuff. And I'm not trying to take that away from her, but maybe Helen Keller. It's, see, it says American author, an advocate, a political activist, and lecturer. She wasn't a phlebotomist. You know, there were just certain things she right. didn't do. 
She wasn't she wasn't taking blood. She wasn't doing biopsy. She wasn't a surgeon. You know, I don't want to I don't want a blind surgeon. If that makes me racist for whatever reason, then so be it. Yeah, I, I mean, it sucks that like you know, people can't do some things. Like I I don't I can't draw well. Like so I probably shouldn't be an artist. Probably not. You know, or if you want to do it, you do it because it's a hobby and you love it, but yeah. you can't demand people pay you for exactly. it. Exactly. Right. That's how I feel as well. Like, I'm sorry. There's just certain things you can't do. And I'm not even just talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Like, there's just certain things that I won't be able to do. You know, I'm I'm a pretty good runner. I'm not an Olympic athlete. Like, I'm sorry. It's just the way that it mm-hmm. is. Do I sit and cry about it every day. I mean, yeah. I do cry every day them because I wouldn't let you in. Right. I cry, but for other reasons, but you just kind of have to accept like, okay, you also have to be a realist about it and, and not get angry at everybody else who, who didn't let you become what you wanted to become. It's mm-hmm. just like, Hey, that those, those are the cards you've been dealt, you know, and it has, there, there's no moral assignment. It's not like you're a good or bad person. It's just, it is right. what it is. But, but like to go back to the Red Rock thing, in case people don't know, it's like, you know, a giant amphitheater carved into the side of a mountain. Yeah. Like just a bunch of rocks. And even like for anyone to get there, there's like, you got to drive up the big hill, drive up the mountain and then get out of your car and like walk up like stairs that were carved into a mountain and like, you know, all that stuff. Right. You know, but like, do you like, do you really expect them to drill a giant hole and install an elevator shaft and all that just so that like a few people i mean i think that there actually was one i didn't see it but when i went to the bathroom behind it there was a couple like there was like a building a couple stories where i'm sure there's like an access where you could probably and and i mean so the the from like the stage level right from the front they have all ramps so and they do have handicapped seating up the front. So, they, you know, they offer that. Right. But once you hit the amphitheater to get to the top from the front end, I was there's no ramps. So I was just right. I was curious because I'm, I'm always thinking, oh, shit, do people because for me, I'm always thinking about like liabilities that would mm-hmm. someone sue Red Rocks and say, hey, I'm handicapped. Right. And freaking they didn't have a ramp. Now I'm going to sue you for a million dollars. Right. For, Which like, is ridiculous. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm sorry, but it's like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was I was trying to look for like chinks in the armor, not sure. because I'm trying to call them out, but I'm always like, Somebody does everybody will. need to write? Is everything a fucking liability? Who knows? Yeah, yes. So and then it's like okay, then they have a ramp, but then they don't have like a you know what do you call it? like a bar? So then the other you know then they roll down the hill backwards and then they kill themselves. So yeah, yeah. that's also a liability. You can't win with people. You can't win. But um, that's why insurance at those venues cost so much money. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine. But it, it was spectacular. And I did really love the Rocky Mountains, don't get me wrong, but there was something about Red Rock. Also, the fact that I, I just felt better, too. Yeah, I'm sure that's a lot of it. <laughs> I think that was probably most of it, where I just didn't feel like absolute dog shit, that I was just like, oh, I'm so happy, and I pooped. That was a big thing, because mm-hmm. I hadn't pooped in a couple days. Anywho, enough about that. Um, we're getting out of here. Thank you guys for listening, for staying tuned. Have a great weekend. Yes, have a great weekend. I'm going to go see Dan's car. You're going to see Dan's car. I'm going to have a frozen face. Um, We're actually doing a... Maybe we should talk a little bit about this before we go. Um, We are... We're we're doing a little couples thing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. We're going to Chuck E. Cheese. We... I... No, that's where pedophiles go. We... That's afterwards. I don't want to be the type of person that, like forces my man to do shit against his 
will. Like, I don't want to be like, we're going to Disney and I'm going to make you wear mouse ears sort of a thing. And I feel like I hope that this couple's date, and by that I mean it's three couples. I have two friends that are uh, married and uh, the three of us girls are friends and we are bringing our spouses on on like one big dinner date. Mm Mm-hmm. And the girls are very excited about it. I feel like maybe the guys don't give a shit. Maybe the guys don't want to go. Probably not. You're probably right. Probably not. But the girls are excited about it. We have all um, exchanged text messages about what we are, uh, what we'll be wearing, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, And uh, me and my one friend will have frozen faces for dinner as well. So that's kind of exciting. Um, but I hope that, you know, the, this this couple stuff isn't, like, too cheese ball. It's just dinner. You got to eat, right? Y- yeah. 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 And it's a place yeah. that you haven't been before but have always wanted to try. Correct. I'm not going to say where it is. it's with people that I know. And it's I, with people you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're, it's not they're like, cool people. Yeah, they're cool people. So um, I'm, I'm very excited about this because this is a whole new world for me, couple stuff. Now I'm getting invited to stuff I never was before mm-hmm. because I would be a ninth wheel, an 11th wheel, a 13th wheel. Yeah. I believe the worst it got one time was a 17th wheel. There were literally eight couples and me. Now, is it better to be a female single wheel or a male single wheel? I feel like always female. Always, always female. Always female. Yes. Um. Yeah, I feel like ma- like a male seventeenth wheel is sadder. Yes, if that's even a word, is more it's sad. So, and the older you get, you're the lose- loser, creepy old guy that's by himself. Right. For the when you're single and you're a woman and you're not a gremlin, people are like, she's waiting for the right guy. Yes, Mister Right hasn't come along right. yet. But when you are, you know, like that equivalent to a guy, it's like, what's wrong with you? Exactly. So, yeah, I guess that's the interpretation there. But I'm uh, I'm very excited to be doing the couple stuff because I feel like mm-hmm. right now I'm in a state of mind where. And I cannot believe I'm even saying this because I, I never thought that I would be <laughs> the person to even utter these words, but I'm ready to, and again, don't jump to any conclusions, but like settle down in more ways than one. And I, and I also mean like not just settle down in terms of like have a baby, get married, but like just calm the fuck down Right. in terms of the activities I do, Mm -hmm. the parting. It's mostly like the parting that I used to do and just to kind of relax Right. And settle down. And it's also really nice to not feel like I'm like trying to like look for something. It's nice mm-hmm. to know I found it. Right. That's nice of me to say. It is very nice. nice. You know, I found it's nice. And now I can enjoy. It's like the hunt is over. I've made my kill. And now I can enjoy the feast. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So now I'm dragging Blitz. What's happening is I'm dragging so Blitz to all these things with my me. girlfriends. <laughs> I'm now I'm eating you, um, and I'm excited to go because again it's a different dynamic. And these girls are good friends of mine, but oftentimes, to no fault of their own, they would do couple stuff with other couples, and it would be weird. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes I was invited, and then I feel like they sometimes wouldn't invite me because I would often vocalize how weird it was for me. So they go, okay, well, I don't want to invite you, and then you come and you're miserable, so I just like, won't invite you. you're making you. it weird. Shut up. Right. So, like, I, 
and I don't blame them for this. And I feel like a lot of times I was like left out purposely so that I wouldn't feel weird. But now it's nice that we can do couple stuff where it's not yeah. like there's one person hanging on the end of the table, mm-hmm. you know, sort of a thing. You know, when you have like four people here, four people here, and it's like a perfect rectangle, and then they have to add that extra table for that yeah. one person on the end. Mm-hmm. That was me, but now I'm not anymore, which is nice because the girl, the guys and the girls are going together, and the guys can bond. They could talk guy stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, they could talk about guns and Fox News. Okay, okay, which I, you know, I like talking about Fox News, not so much guns, but you guys can talk about that and business, and the girls can talk about what we want to talk about, like our frozen fucking faces and shit. flowers, you know, pink things, yes, you know, nail polish. I mean, the girls talk about yes, that's what we love. We love talking about nail polish and makeup. And um and fluffy little dogs, so that should be good. And with no legs. With no legs. I like corgis. I love corgis. Can we settle on a what? What was that dog that we liked? A Ch- Doberman. No, no. It was like a. Was it a Chimu? A what? <laughs> well, it's what's like that dog. It's like a medium-sized dog. A Chimu. Yeah. It must have been a Chimu. A Maltese. That's what it was. I did my what? <laughs> Let's get out of here. A Chamu. I don't know why I thought Chamu. That sounds nothing like Maltese. It's Chamu. My bad. That's a whale. Um, have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you whale. on Monday morning, 6 a.m. Bubble Love Spun Show. Guys. Have a good weekend. Blitz, thank you for setting everything up and for everything in general. Appreciate mm-hmm. you. And uh, we'll see you on Monday. Bye.